we're getting wild here on Twitch at the Fantasy Daydreamers. If you want to hear us talk about how to get on The Bachelor and, you know, which players are doing the best in the NBA that are better than certain legends, then you got to stick around and stay tuned to the Twitch at twitch.com slash daydreamer media. We're getting wild. We're doing wacky stuff, but we're also reporting the podcast, which starts right now. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I'm JJ. That was Keone off the top of the show, and Ryan is here with us. How are y'all doing? Good, Could be man. Better in fantasy. Doing good. What'd you say, Keone? Could be better I, in. Yeah. Like, listen to my advice. Don't watch my team, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how I've felt the last couple of weeks in Dynasty. Is like, it's losing it's, Justin Jefferson has really hurt, has hurt my team. Right. And same thing, like losing. Um, Nick Chubb at the start of the season, it's just all been downhill from there. Yeah. It's just, it's no recovery. No, like, oh, you know, it's just a flesh wound. It was not a flesh wound. It was a gaping hole in my midsection. Like, and I have not <laughs> filled it yet. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. I was bleeding out and I have continued to bleed out. No level of triage can fix. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Uh, let's talk about everyone's game of the week going into week nine and some takeaways we had from it. Cowboys at the Eagles. Oh. Ryan, you want to start us off? How do you feel about this game? I feel great. You won. <laughs> Very enthusiastic. We love it. He has such a way <laughs> with words. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. How you, uh, what were some takeaways you guys had from this game? Um... Jalen Hurts, dog. Dallas Goddard, hurt, dog. Mm. A.J. Brown, dog. Devontae Smith, dog. Also, they did the celebration I always want someone else to do. Throw that oop up. It didn't really work that well because they can't. They didn't want to get that fine, but it was still lit. Dogs. Dogs. Not, and I don't want Dallas to ever to ever really win. But my goodness, could I have used that fourth quarter comeback, comeback touchdown? Because I lost by one point in Ooh, a league. That's right. And it's just. CD Lamb. Yeah. Or that's even that two point, conver- oh, that two point conversion. You son of a dag. <laughs> dag stepping out of bounds. That... You like, come on. Come on, sir. Yeah, that sucks. Sucks. Mm. Uh, I mean, Dak had himself a day still. So no, he did very well. Four yards, threw for three touchdowns. Um, CD Lamb, 11 receptions on 16 targets, 191 yards. Holy mm-hmm. hell, that's uh, Jake, Jake Ferguson did great as well. I yeah, think he Jake had seven Ferguson. for 91 yeah. and a touchdown. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, oh. Tony Pollard, pretty much the only running back there, still 12 carries, 51 yards. Just... So, let's talk about Tony Pollard a little okay. bit. What is he rest of the season for you? <laughs> he hasn't scored, he did, he should have scored. Right, they get a penalty. Like that sucks. Mm. But he hasn't scored in forever. He's not super involved in the pass game. Yeah. Um he doesn't he's probably the the best he's looked in a minute. And he only had probably what, sixty total yards, seventy total yards. Yeah. They so this guy that we had as a top eight running back 
you know, consensus and me higher for sure. I think we mm. all were pretty high. Can you trade him? Keep him? What what is it right I here? think he's an RB two through the rest of the season. Like he's had really one bad, bad week, uh, which was last week against the Rams. But if you look at his schedule, he plays against the Giants next week, then at uh the Panthers, then Washington, and then Seattle, Philadelphia. The schedule gets harder from there. So if you can trade him, you're not past your trade deadline yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's not where you drafted him at. And it would have probably helped maybe if Dallas drafted somebody to make him like he was last year. Um, but, you know, that's not the case. And they can't for the rest of the season. So, um, yeah, you're just going to have to try and hope he I don't think you can bench him. Unless he like gets injured, no, but... he's still RB two. I think, That's yeah. So right, right now, I think his like ranking is RB sixteen ish. Right, I, that kind of seems where it is. It's just week one, two touchdowns. He hasn't gotten the end zone since. Living off the hype, yeah, early and <laughs> really the targets are kind of up and down. You know, yeah. from the high point of eight to the most time game three. Mm. So. He's not an efficient runner since he's taking over the main part of the backfield. If he's not getting a ton of receptions and he's just been unlucky in the red zone. Yeah. And, and I mean, Philadelphia kind of dominated to start off this uh, third quarter and Dallas wasn't able to really run the ball in the whole second half. Mm. So they're just playing from behind. Um, let's talk about DeAndre Swift. Mm, 18 carries, 43 yards. Uh, Someone you've kind of been counting on here. Game wheel got the touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh we saw Penny for the first time in forever, Oof. which is wild. People were were saying to draft Penny. That was wow. that was crazy. Yeah. He looked slow to that hole. I was like, man, you two years ago probably would have broke this for a home run touchdown. Mm. You had so much space in front of you and you got tackled by his safety. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh Swift. Good. I just think he's RB2 as well. Yeah. He is no longer going. He's like, he doesn't look as good as he did week two and week three. I think we're kind of seeing the totally part of Tony Pollard effect on him as well. Being the main guy, kind of being healthy for the first time this long. You can kind of see he's starting to run into blocks a little bit more. But Jalen Hurts also not running is affecting him because mm. people are also not worried about the QB run. So he's not getting the the one less defender on him. So... I still start him just like we talked about Tony Pollard, but I don't think he's a top 10 back three matchups, but I think game well is too important to the team as well. Again, the team is better whenever they use both of them. Yeah. And I got some, I mean, they, they, Philadelphia is going into the bye, then they're at Kansas city, Buffalo, San Francisco, and then back at Dallas. And then Seattle. Yeah. And then Seattle. I tell you, we have a, we have a rust matchup. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the bye couldn't come at a better time. Mm. But Jalen Hurts, QB1 rest of the season. All these matchups just tell me right here, he's in shootouts. This offense is going to have to score. And he's going to get, well, we know he's getting goal line touches. Yeah. He's probably was... the best goal line back on the team. <laughs> yeah, he scored, he scored a rushing touchdown, threw for two touchdowns. Um yeah, Jalen Hurts really good. AJ Brown really good. Scored a touchdown, seven catches, sixty-six yards. Devontae Smith caught a touchdown also. Um, and, and I know we're gonna talk about it later, but Dallas Gar being hurt means 
Devontae Smith breakout. Again, we saw it last season. Mm. Dallas got got hurt. Devontae Smith became the wide receiver five the rest of the season, whatever it was at that point. You know, uh, again, he gets hurt in this game. I think the touchdown was around the same time, but Devontae Smith probably is going to get 10 targets a game again. They yeah. will not use the tight end position if Dallas guards out. <laughs> um, speaking of, let's get into the news. So as Ryan was talking about, Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard was ruled out with a forearm injury. Uh, came out, he fractured his forearm. Um, waiting to see on how much time he's going to miss, but it looks like he's going to for sure miss some time. Rough. Giant, yeah, rough one. Giants placed tight end Darren Waller on IR before Sunday's game. So that was um, this past week was week one of missing at least four weeks. One thing about Dallas Goddard, sorry. If they don't put him on IR yet because they don't have a game because it would it'd take four weeks or whatever, uh, it might you might have to like put him on your on your bench because they might not put him on out. Like yeah. I'm not sure. Hopefully he's out. Mm. Like it says out, but yeah. you know, like I've been dealing with the same situation with Justin Fields where it's doubtful, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. come on, dude, can we please put him on out so he could be on the IR? Spot? So <laughs> yeah, just yeah. be on the lookout for that. All these type of players we saw it. Waller, you know, today it's on IR. We're hoping for it on Saturday, you know, watch out for those. Sorry, I wanted to give that tip because it's been happening to me with Justin Fields for weeks. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Another guy that was placed on IR at almost 11 o'clock our time, Pacific time, was Joshua Palmer. Um, So first games had already been started and Mm -hmm. um, crazy that just went, went on the IR super late into the week. But before their game started, um, would you hold on to Josh Palmer or did you drop him? I don't think you need to hold on to him necessarily. It depends yeah, if I your team's really him. good and you have the spot. Why not? But it's not like yeah. he's winning you games himself. Wide receiver is deep. So not like if he was a running back, that might be different, but he's a wide receiver. So yeah. Vikings quarterback, Jared, Jaron Hall left early with the concussion. Uh, you know, Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Luckily, they traded for him because. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was because they had their backup. Their backup other QB option was Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers, who left early with an ankle injury, believed to be an Achilles injury. So literally, Josh Dobbs was their last quarterback option. Yeah. I didn't know it was Achilles. Yeah, it's not official, but uh, that's I'm- what. The head coach yeah. said it's believed to be an Achilles, same Achilles that uh, he he ruptured. Is it the same one? Ago. I think so, yeah. Ooh. So. Ay-yay-yay. Yeah. What a rough career he's had. Bad, yeah, bad like, that's news. Almost like, that's almost an off-season alone podcast, the fall of Cam Akers. Oh, yeah. The guy six, I was all in on. full episodes of. <laughs> Dude. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. I am so sorry, man. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. This uh, that's that's a rough one. Um Vikings wide receiver KJ Osborne also left early, took a hit to the head, uh, was carted off the field. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that team is just f- dropping like flies. Um Yeah, but- other than they won the game, that was a pretty <laughs> rough day for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. With the Josh Dobbs thing, he did target Addison Moore. It kind of like when the offense got going because forever it seemed like the Vikings were having Viking turnovers. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, man, how did you get traded from the Cardinals? And you started the turnovers already, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you fumbled straight into the defense alignment's hand. Uh, oh, that mm-hmm. was hilarious. But um, he's a running threat, too. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I'm hoping a huge run. Hawkinson only to the right, have, like, but he can targets. run. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like Hawkinson felt like he had 15 plus targets. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Addison just gets a little bit more love. Yeah, get a better connection. Agreed, agreed. But I, I'm, it, I'm still going to start both of them now. Uh, yeah, really hoping Justin Jefferson makes that comeback fast because mm. Dobbs is exciting. They yep. can, they could be fun to watch. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. Texans kicker Kaimi Fairbairn was ruled out with a quad injury, and we saw Dara Gumbawale step in and and take some uh, kicks there. Hey, kicked a field goal. Back. Yep, kicked a field goal, made it. I uh, had a couple kickoffs. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Kickers matter hashtag on hey. this show. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson came up limping on a run. The team pulled him early. They were dominating against, it was, this, against the Seahawks. So, yeah, I was. Um, I'm glad I have Ravens defense, but I also kind of wanted Seahawks to win. But, you know, it's it is what it is. The Ravens look very good. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones left early with a knee injury. It's believed to be significant, possibly an ACL tear. Yeah. Yeah, rough season for the Giants. Mm. It's, yeah. yeah. First game back and then probably last game back. Colts wide receiver Josh Downs left early dealing with a knee injury. It's the same knee injury he was dealing with coming into the game. So hopefully you didn't play him. Well. (laughs) Oh, that sounds like a bad, like a bad well. Uh, anyways, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some awards. This first award, uh, two players you would switch if you could. This is the Freaky Friday Award. Sometimes I really wish I could be somebody else. I'll so. start us off here. It's going to be Michael Thomas getting one target or zero, giving me zero fantasy points. In my dynasty league, probably going to lose to James. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could start him to not start Najee Harris. Uh, it looks like Najee Harris is starting to get it going a little bit. Uh, touchdown in this game just looks more efficient overall. Uh, and I just wish I would have started him. So that's my Freaky Friday. Michael Thomas, zero points. Najee Harris, please. I can't believe I'm going to be one and eight in dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Warren and Najee, both both fantasy relevant right now. Uh, I got I, I started Zay Jones, who ended with one catch, one target for 11 yards. Just an absolute terrible day. Odell garbage was the wide receiver you wanted on this team, had seven targets and scored the touchdowns. Uh, Zay Flowers really let me down while Tank Dell. Well, Tank Dell had himself a day, six receptions, 11 targets, 114 yards, and two touchdowns scored. The second touchdown came with six seconds left in the game, helped the Texans take home a crazy win, Uh, an exciting electric game capped off by a Tank Dell touchdown all on my bench. Keone, before you go, can I guess, is it George Pickens? For Deontay Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, okay. 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 Um, no. I finally won one. 
Finally. Yeah, it was good. I did bad, you know, and Daryl Henderson didn't do anything either. So, um, no, it was, I played, I played Josh Downs because I'm like, oh, if he's in, you know, yeah. And, uh, but I should have played Cole Komet. Yeah. And because, you know, Josh Downs left the game early. He only had one reception for 10 yards. You know, if he had, if he had stayed in the game, it might have made a difference. Um, I don't know, but yeah, two fantasy points. But Cole Komet with Bajan number nine at the helm went six for eight, 55 yards. It's a good tight end game, but he also found the end zone two times. Another two touchdown performance that was on my bench. He finished with 23 and a half points, finished top three tight end, like, and back to back weeks, he's looked really good. Um, yeah, my entire bench in that league kind of went off. Um, so a lot of poor decisions, you know, just the wrong choice. And, uh, yeah, my lineup did not do as great. So, uh, but with two weeks in a row, him doing well and with Tyler Bajan, Cole Komet might be the start. Like he is a very viable tight end option. I have another one. I want to just delete from my roster. Devin Singletary picked Mm. him up. Saw all the Damian Pierce news. I was like, you know what? He'll get some targets. How does they go off and score that many points? And my brother had 15 opportunities, and he got 26 yards total. Yeah. And I benched him for really Rasheed Rice. But I would have played. Uh, I was hoping I could play Alexander Madison. But, you know, I probably wouldn't have played Max. Probably would have played Rice. But who also got a touchdown? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's tough. Uh, that Cole, that first Cole Komet touchdown was nasty. Mm. I think it was he I looked really dirty. Beijing number nine looked really good. Yeah, he did. He half. did. And I was like, oh, okay, this game might be really competitive. And it, and then the second half sucked. Yeah, New Orleans is like, like they'll bend, break, don't break defense, and they just get turnovers. Yeah, but their offense sucked too. Oh no, their offense is not very good. Oh, Chris like, Olave oh. did good, but yeah, their offense like, is not. They have a few like they have like two or three I, key players that always end up doing well, but as a whole, that offense is not good. Yeah, I will never play Derek Carr again because I have to watch <laughs> them go inside the ten yard line and bring Tice and then bring Taysom Hill in. I'm like, damn it! Ooh, we'll talk about <laughs> Taysom Hill later. Touchdowns, Derek Carr. Yeah. Just keep him in. Uh, Just yeah. keep him, in. and then he runs the. QB sneak and he doesn't get it. I'm like, well, that's why y'all stay in. <laughs> that's why y'all got the heart for it, bruh. Come uh, on. Mm. You made no movement. You better you better push one leg, bruh. Stick no. the ball out. Something. Damn it. Uh, Keone, the Bears play the Panthers on Thursday night, so uh, Cole Komet yes, probably a start. That's we're liking that matchup. Mm-hmm. All right. Next award, a player who went to work this week, just got the job done for you. This is the Mr. Lunch Pail Award. I got Josh Jacobs here. Just went to work for me. Something, something seemed different about this Raiders team. Something like there was a black cloud was gone and the black hole has returned. Uh, It did also help that they were playing the Giants who didn't have a single answer for Josh Jacobs. He carried the ball 26 times for 98 yards and scored two touchdowns. Josh McDaniels is now gone. This whole team uh, 
turned up relatively. Uh, Devontae Adams, I know, is still very disappointing for fantasy, but um, 30 to 6, the Raiders just dominated the Giants, and Josh Jacobs was a huge reason why they were able to do that. Uh, yeah, man, they were smoking cigars afterwards in the locker yes, room, so it's definitely a shift in tone. Yeah, uh, I got JSN. Career high in targets, yards, receptions, three straight games of being a wide receiver, a top 36 wide receiver, and he was good this week. Uh, 12, 13 fantasy points. If you play in PPR, uh, I like him. You know, it's, it's kind of showing out. I mean, I feel like he was more in the game than DK Metcalf. I feel like, you know, uh, he's a JSN, maybe a second half star and a blowout, which is also horrible to watch. <laughs> Um, so while Josh Downs was a, you know, thorn in my side, downer, person you who could p- say the person who a dagger, is a downer, oh, a downer. He, <laughs> <laughs> yes, a downer and somebody who pulled me out of the pits of despair, Michael Pittman Jr. Ah, there we go. Um, yeah, he, well, no, not really razzle dazzle with a touchdown. He didn't have to. You know, he was like an employee of the week type performance as he focused on what he needed to do and got the job done. Um, Essentially perfect on the day, grabbing all eight of his catches or his targets, um, 64 yards um, ended just with just under 14 and a half fantasy points. But hey, a touchdown would have really helped. But that's all right. He did what he was there to do. He caught all his passes, got some good amount of yards. So that's all you can you know ask for. Like, again, perfect on his receptions. So it was a good day. Did your job about as good as you could ask somebody to do. It was mostly a defense. They were the big, you know, flashy um, ones. I think Moore caught two pick sixes. So good for him. You know, congrats to you. But Michael Pittman certainly did his part. So and for you, for his team and for your fantasy team as well. All right. That'll do it for our awards. Let's move on to our waiver wire. All right, first, anyone people should be looking to pick up first above 50% roster so they don't qualify for this segment. Um, And I'll go first. An award winner this week, Jackson Smith and Jigba, 55.6% rostered quietly. He has had a couple of decent weeks here the last couple of weeks. Finished as a wide receiver, 17, then 35. He's going to be a wide receiver, top 24 wide receiver again this week. Uh, saw seven targets, six catches, 63 yards. Ryan just talked about him, won the award. Um, he's he's shown he's gotten into the end zone two of the last three weeks. I think he is worth the ad and definitely still through some buys. You might be able to start him. Uh, I'm going to have to go Rashad White. Uh, great play there. He should pick him up everywhere he's available. You know, not anyone. <laughs> You know, I had to throw it back there uh-huh. for, one, for one of the best segments of all time. To the OG listeners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this guy's like basically it's like 50, oh, like 50% or a little bit less. But it's uh, Quentin Johnson. Josh Palmer being out. Uh, that's huge. Going on IR. They're going to have to use him now. They, like, they have to use him. Mm. So it's pick him up. If he's available in any league. Okay. Um, I'll go with Jahan Dotson. 62.9% rostered. Um, He's had at least eight targets in each of the past three games and has had a touchdown in each of the past two. 
Um, he's averaging just over 73 yards per game since week seven. And he seems to be the clear number two guy in this passing game, especially if Curtis Samuel is going to remain like if he's injured for a number of weeks, um, they're going to keep throwing him the ball. It kind of took a while for Jahan Dotson to get going, but now he seems more comfortable in this offense with Sam Howe finally throwing him the ball and being consistent. Um, so if he can continue this level of production, that would be great. They face Seattle and then the Giants in the next two weeks. Those are both really good matchups. And, you know, maybe he was a good part of a trade that somebody, you know, said no to. Um, so, yeah, that's egg on their face. That touchdown catch by him on Sunday was nasty. Nothing. Mm. He just plucked that thing out of the air. It was it was really good. They got whose face. Robert <laughs> tried to make a trade with. He's not revealing. I don't know. It was oh on your face. Both so both people in that trade that were being offered to me got touchdowns this week. Mm. And yeah, it was. Um, but I I still I still think it was a good trade or a good not acceptance well i don't know but we'll see it's too late now at this point <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get into our actual waiver wireless who is someone 50 i want to talk about it on twitch oh who is someone 50 percent or less rostered that you would be adding this week <laughs> um okay i'll go it's a guy who talked about before but josh dobbs i mean he's so like 16.6 percent rostered unequivocally probably the biggest like most important pickup in trade deadline possibly at least so far um immediately producing tangible results um but yeah i talked about him on the last podcast as a person of interest in the second half of the season and while i didn't expect him to be seen on the field so early Minnesota's injury woes facilitated his entry into the game, and boy, was it interesting, to say the least. He had three total touchdowns, including the game-winning pass to Brandon Powell, um, and he had 158 yards through the air, 66 on the ground. He did have a few turnovers, but, you know, that's just Minnesota for you. Um, If he can do this without really even knowing his teammates' names, I am so looking forward to what he can do with some first-team reps under his belt Um, He does face New Orleans next, which is tough, but then he faces Denver and Chicago and then the Raiders after the bye. I like three out of those four weeks for sure. So Josh Dobbs will have an immediate impact on this team will likely be the starter um, next week. Sorry. um, What's his face? Um, The other, the rookie who got hurt. Um, But yeah, Josh Dobbs, it was just a matter of time and it just, yeah. He is inevitable. Uh, yeah, Jaron Hall, the rookie Jaren quarterback Hall. that uh, went down with a concussion. Um, did you hear about um, Josh Jobs calling the play and then asking each receiver what route they were running to know what route they had? Oh, that's, that's what awesome. Jordan Madison said. He was like, yeah, and he would just ask us what route we had and we would tell him and then <laughs> go He's a the smart play. dude. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. smart dude. Again, I said, like I said, he, I think he's literally worked for NASA. So yeah. like, he should be really good at picking things up I got Royce Freeman um, third straight week where he's led the team in rushing yards. They're going on to buy next week. Matthew Stafford will have another week to heal and then they're going against Seattle and Arizona. Uh, I like both those matchups. You know, I'm not saying Seattle is 
you know, horrible defense, but guess Edwards was able to score all over them. And I think the possibility that Royce Freeman looks kind of good. So if you can hold him through his bye week, knowing that the Rams offense will improve once Matthew Stafford's thumb injury uh, gets a little bit better and he plays two good matchups after the bye week. All right. I got Taysom Hill, 39.1% rostered. Oh man. Taysom Hill is a cheat code at the tight end position. He actually kind of played like a tight end on Sunday. Saw five targets, caught four of them, only had 13 receiving yards, but he caught a touchdown. Honestly, not really a bad game for a tight end. But then he adds 11 carries for 52 yards, and oh, he threw a touchdown on Sunday. Uh, This guy has been a top 10 tight end the last four weeks. It's not your typical tight end production usually, but... If you can play him at the position, why not? If you're streaming your tight end, go pick up Taysom Hill and play him. They play at Minnesota. Uh, they play, uh, yeah, at Minnesota next week. So I think he's definitely playable there. Definitely an option. I think he's like either the first ever or the first in a really, really long time to throw for 10 touchdowns, pass for 10 or run for 10 touchdowns and catch 10 touchdowns. Like in a season or in a career, I should say. Yeah. And it's just like, that is impressive. Cause that's like, seems like old, like where everybody just like played every position or like, mm-hmm. you know, you had a quarterback who did everything or whatever. And then now he's either the first to do it or the first in many, many, many long time. So yeah, it's his career. I think that he, but he has at least 10 in each of those categories for his career. And yeah. so yeah, he's just really, really good at scoring points for fantasy. Um, another tight end who was good at scoring fantasy points this week was Cade Otten, 7.4% rostered, uh, had a few touchdowns in week nine, six catches for 70 yards. So that's pretty good on nine targets. Love to see that for a tight end. Um, this could be an outlier game, but he's had at least six targets since week seven in each of those games. And they face Tennessee. In week 10, in weeks 12 and 13, they face Indy and Carolina, respectively. Um, Probably don't play them in week 11 because they're going against San Francisco. Um, But I like those matchups for basically any pass catcher. So if you're in a deep league or need help at tight end, I think Otten can be be a good pickup because he's getting targeted. I'm going to go Demario Douglas. Uh, Looks like he's kind of be the number one receiver on this uh, Patriots offense. I mean, it's not fully settled yet, but lead uh tied in targets leaning in uh receiving yards i like him seems like he has a you know juice they're lo- using way too much jalen rager and need to start using more <laughs> of this guy so as a guy who watched jalen rager for a long time probably should settle down there patriots <laughs> <laughs> uh i got dante foreman 46.9 percent roth rostered uh Nothing super special from Foreman on Sunday, but he had 20 carries for 83 yards, and that speaks volumes. The volumes that the volume that he received was far and away the the best running back for the Bears. Uh, Roshan Johnson carried the ball twice. You're you're going to need a touchdown out of Deontay Foreman to really have yourself a spectacular day, or it'll be based on matchup whether you play him or not. But he. Definitely needs to be rostered playing against Carolina on Thursday. Uh, there's going to be a lot of work for Foreman. So, and Revenge definitely game. had, yeah, definitely has a shot at a touchdown there. So, and he had, he was like 
uh, like a, a trip away from getting a touchdown today. Yeah, he had, exactly. He had a good run, mm-hmm. and it was just like, come on, ah, Foreman. Yeah, ah, that's it. That's the lucky break. But but he's, I mean, he's clearly the that's running against back a there. Good Saints defense too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I also have Dante Foreman. Um. Yeah, twenty carries is a really good sign in any you know week especially yeah i think uh roshan johnson had three total touches so it's like Mm -hmm. oh wow that's a huge difference um Mm -hmm. so clearly yeah number one again you said they were using another guy too right what's his name uh i thought they were using a third back yeah evans evans yeah because he got touched on last week right yeah so there are Mm -hmm. i think johnson evans are kind of both mixing in that role i'm not worried about either one that's Um, a great, great one by you jj but yeah, Carolina in week 10 and then Minnesota in week 12. So that's, I think, two of the next three weeks. He's a, a viable option um, depending on how he goes. But yeah, definitely needs a touchdown to have a, a good a good day. My last guy is going to be, Ke- I don't even know, Keaton Mitchell. Keaton? Oh, yeah, yeah, Keaton. yeah. Keaton. 1% rostered. Um, this game was out of hand for the Ravens running back. Um, and this Ravens backfield is somewhat a mess right now. Uh, the problem is they're still super productive, even being a mess. Mitchell only carried the ball nine times, but had 138 yards, scored a touchdown. Uh, yeah, Gus Edwards scored two touchdowns again. I think ultimately he's the back that you want to roster on this team, but I don't think Justice Hill is that great. So I'm willing to give Mitchell a shot. Um, maybe he can be the change of pace back there. He showed a lot of speed. He had a, that. 40-yard touchdown, so uh, showed a lot of speed. Why not give him a shot? Mm. My last guy could be Johnny Smith. Um, just a tight end there where it's hard to watch, but this offense is hard to watch. This man He's caught a screen for a touchdown at the six, tight end I mean, position. Filthy, fast. Filthy. But it's, not, fast. it's not just that week four, tight end three. Week six, tight end four. Week nine, tight end five. He's giving you tight five tight end performances. If you have that type of ceiling, there's no reason why he should be only 31% roster. When we're playing guys who are going to get three targets, this guy is getting six, eight, six, seven, five, six in the last uh, eight games. So that's incredible. I would keep that. He's had one bad week where, and that was last week versus the Titans, which is wild. Come on. Revenge game. Yeah. <laughs> You heard the narrative there, John. Yeah. Okay. But mm. he made up for it this week with this again, 60 yard touchdown, screen, filthy. But five receptions, you're not getting that for most tight ends. Shit. Mm-mm. Not getting that from Kyle Pitts. <laughs> All right. Is there anyone you guys are dropping this week? Um, yeah, Devin's Singletary. <laughs> I there. am dropping Matthew Stafford. Just because I know he's going, they're going on the bye and all that stuff, but, and he's still injured um, and which might get healed up in the bye. But like, even when he's not like injured, he has good, he's had good matchups. He has not done well. Like, and he's done even worse in bad matchups. He's a QB 18 on the season. So yeah, he's not like, and there are streaming quarterbacks that are better week to week than right. Yeah. And, Pick up Josh Dobbs. Pick up just yeah. There are other plenty of options at quarterback each week um, that are going to be better than Matt Stafford because again, like he's old. It's just it's unfortunate. Like 
just yeah that's what it is and he's just not the same as he used to be um in terms of fantasy at least so yeah yeah i'm dropping roshan johnson we talked about mm-hmm. foreman as an ad uh roshan drops johnson is a drop only mm-hmm. touched about three times 15 yards uh just not the guy that the bears are wanting to play um and justin fields might be he has a shot to come back this week and if not this week, then he'll probably be back next week. And so the touches are going to be even fewer and far between. Um, just not worth rostering Roshan Johnson at this point of the season. I really hope he comes back because, my goodness, I can't deal with another DJ Moore terrible game. Like, uh, just uh, It is hard to watch. The yeah, DJ it stuff. is. You're like, man, and he mm. fumbled. Yeah, 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 yeah. He fumbled too. It's like, so it's like if you're yeah. gonna get three targets or even four targets, three receptions for 55 yards, you can't fumble. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I need you just to get the 55 yards. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Please. All right, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember where you finding all the greatest fantasy football news. FF Daydreamers on all social media, daydreamermedia.com, and then twitch.com slash daydreamermedia to get that little bit of extra, extraness throughout the week in case you guys miss us. Sunday and Wednesday nights, we hang out on Twitch, so come hang out with us, get all your questions answered, and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming, boys. And girls. And ladies and everybody. Yeah, everyone. (laughs) Everybody. Everybody.